Howdy, everyone. If you enjoy the show, join our free Discord. Link in the description and chat with the cast. Please leave a review and consider joining our Patreon for behind-the-scenes content and more. Tears start at a dollar, and even that helps us out. To stay up-to-date with episode releases and more, follow us on Twitter at Riftway Podcast. Hi there, my name is Josh, and I'm the Dungeon Master of Riftway. I'm Mitch, and I play Raisin Tornberg, the Ghostwise Halfling Rogue. What we're doing here right now is a little character prelude to give a little introduction to some of our characters here on Arc 4 of Riftwake. We'll be sprinkling these in alongside your regular episodes just to kind of give a little bit more context to the characters, get a little bit more history, and kind of iron out some backstory for y'all. We hope y'all enjoy them as much as I've enjoyed making them. Uh, Thank you, and welcome to Riftwake. So as part of your, I don't know if you remember this, but as part of your backstory, your father uh, used to rob from the lesser nobilities. Oh yeah, um, I remember. <laughs> and y'all got, basically got hunted by these nobility. And once he had robbed blind, after a former associate talked, oh, what if that former associate is one of the people that was like, and then of course, you know, Ray wouldn't know who talks because he didn't know his father was like, a master thief, Ray thinks his father is like an adventurer mm-hmm. um, who got on like the wrong side of some uppity nobles. Um, so I think that's going to be the person who's going to be talking to you. Yeah, he thinks oh. his dad's more uh, Indiana Jones and less Lupin the Third. Right, exactly. And so what I'm thinking is, if that's the case, like, what if this guy was one of the persons who gave you the first, like, treasure maps as kind of like a setup? They knew if you got captured that your dad would have to, like, basically heal himself. But unfortunately for them, I'm fucking amazing. (laughs) Too good at my freaking job. Um... We won't do, like, the actual, like, breakdown, um, but I think the conversation between you and this former associate good place to start. Um, so I'm kind of imagining um, you are at one of your dad's, like, quote-unquote adventuring bases, Um a more well-trained and experienced eye would see that this is basically like a drop house um, where you kind of go between scores to let the heat on you die down. Um, it's got basically all the things that you'd need to to live and not have to uh, go out. It's got, you know, mild grocery filling. It's uh, candy, a place that not soda. a lot of people go to. <laughs> candy, soda, chips. Um, you know, all the things a 10-year-old would pack. Right, of course. And you're... Um, your dad's been away for probably like day and a half at this point um, when you hear a knock at your door. <laughs> knock, knock, knock. <laughs> uh, who is it? Lupin. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that is. 
Ah, come on. I'm one of your father's adventuring buddies. You do not remember Uncle Lupin? No. All right. Well, knocking was only a courtesy. And he just opens the door anyway. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure you had pants on before I just traversed within. Uh, I, thanks. Why, why <laughs> wouldn't I have pants on? You would be surprised what people get up to when they're here for days at a time. So, who exactly are you? I'm an old friend of your father's. I mean, he never mentioned you. No, he would not. <laughs> he kind doesn't, of, like, twirls. He like has a, a very, time. like, he has a very, like, sharp, well, like, greased and, uh, uh, what, what's a, like, <sighs> wax? Not, uh. Yeah, like wax where it's it like it starts off relatively like pencil thin and it keeps going to a point about three inches away from his face where they just like two little toothpicks like attached underneath his nose. Um, he like is, a snidely whiplash. Snidely whiplash. I don't know what that is. Oh, He's not watch a lot of cartoons. Whiplash. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like that, but less curly, more, more straight. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not 400 years old, Mitchell. <laughs> You're not that um, much younger than me. I think I, I, I would say that this is this is definitely a snidely whiplash aesthetic. He's got the the long nose, very sharp features. Like every everything is, uh, it's like old school PS1 games where everything has to be fit onto four polygons. <laughs> and still has better uh, story than a modern game. <laughs> Okay, that's personal. Lupin Molina at your service. Any kind of uh, bows in your general direction? Now then, since your father is obviously not here, I will be going through a little bit of initiation for you, my good man. Uh, initiate away, I guess. All right, excellent, excellent. Come sit here. Any kind of like... Uh, pulls a candelabra out of a like huge over the bag knapsack that he had over the back knapsack that he has and he begins lighting a couple of candles and pulling out pieces of parchment. Uh, now, of course, your introduction to the guild is uh, temporary until you accomplish a number of tasks and he just begins uh, signing page after page uh, and dating them. You have uh, aspirations to be like your father, no? Oh, yeah. I want to be a great adventurer. Perfect. Yes, exactly. I see the apple does not fall far from the tree. He kind of looks at you. As a matter of fact, you're almost as tall as your old man. <laughs> well, you know, I'm getting pretty old now. Yes, you're what? Seven? <laughs> I don't know. How old am I right now? Uh, you're 13 in the current thing, and you've probably been on the run for like three years. Is so, probably like 10, 10 or 11. Just old enough that being called seven is a grave insult. <laughs> I'm 10, you dick. <laughs> ah, yes, of course. It is hard to tell with halflings. You do not get very tall. It's uh, your, your 10 is like a human's four. So I was kind of more meeting you in the middle. Sure. 
he continues signing pieces of paper and a piece of paper. Uh, now then, my good sir, uh, of course we will need to be doing a a capacity test, as it were. Uh, see if you have the innate skills and abilities that you have learned from your old man. I mean, I can do anything, pretty much. Oh, ho, ho. The uh, pride they commit before the fall, I believe, is one of the sayings here. Uh, let's I've see. never heard that saying. No, it's very popular. Maybe not where you're from, but from the upper echelons, they love to say it. There's a lot of falling happening up there, apparently. But when you're down here, nowhere to fall. Hmm. What kind of motions at the safe house around you? Now then, anyway, uh, let us see if you have a perceptive mind and an investigative mind. Wait, I said mind twice. A perceptive eye and a sharp mind. Oh, yes, that is much better. He uh, takes out uh, three cups and has a golden ball in his right hand. Now what I need from you is to follow this golden ball exactement. Yeah, this ought to be great with my plus zero perception. <laughs> well, really, it's an investigative trick. It's a combination of both of them. Um, I have a character... one to investigation. What is your character specialized in that's roguish? <laughs> slide of hand. Ah, slide of hand. I have an eight in that. There we go. Um, so yeah, he begins playing the ball game, and it's moving so quick. He has, like, lightning-fast hands as he pushes things to and fro and to and fro. And it gets lost in the shuffle almost immediately. And he's like, All right, my good man, with your perceptive eye and keen mind, let us see. Let us know where have I hidden the ball. Hmm. And you may keep it if you find it. Well, I know when I've done this trick in real life, usually at one point you slide the cup over the lip of the table and something catches it underneath. Did so. you like to check under the table? See if I am hidden anything? But that is your guess, if you think that is so. I think it's up your sleeve. Of my sleeve, oh, ho, ho. if only that were the case. He opens his mouth wide and kind of like reveals the top and bottom of his of his mouth. It was. Wait, did you say in my mouth? Sorry, my sleeve. Sleeve. Ah, I misheard you. They are very similar words in my native tongue. I apologize. Uh, which sleeve, actually, would you like to check? Uh... I have narrowed down your options now that you not know it is not in my mouth. Hmm. All right. Odds is left. Evens is right. <laughs> uh, left. Oh, my left sleeve. He kind of opens up the left sleeve and it's not in there. It was, in fact, under the table. He just kind of holds up a small cup that's underneath the table. <laughs> gotcha. ah, you should have followed your instincts. <laughs> but that is okay. All that shows me is that you are not able to keep up with my sleight of hand. However, perhaps you will be able to do it on your own. I know that not everyone is going to have the keen eye, but perhaps you will have the fast hands. Get fastest hands in the West. I don't know what that means. 
Mm. Well, we are not very West, but I suppose if you if that is the saying where you're from, I mean, you didn't understand the Pride Comet before the fall, and I don't know what the West has to do with anything here, but uh, very well. Alonzi will continue. Uh, sure, whatever that first word is. It means uh, let's go. Oh, why did you just say that? It's uh, my native tongue. You should not talk in that. <laughs> All right, that's uh, kind of messed up for a kid to say, you know, just eliminate an entire culture like that. It's, uh... it's rude to say things that other people don't understand. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> All right, show, show me this uh, sleight of hand. How do you personally prefer? Do you have a cup game or a... Uh, a card trick. Hmm. I do got a lot of ball bearings, so probably cup game. <laughs> <laughs> Just put a thousand ball bearings underneath the cup. Perfect. Very well. Go ahead and show me your um, show me your moves. All right, I do that. <laughs> I do that thing you said. <laughs> you show him your moves. Yeah, absolutely. You're able to uh, to to pull one over on him using your incredible uh, sleight of hand tricks. And he's like, oh, ho, ho. so perhaps not an investigative mind, but most certainly quick fingers. That is excellent if you need to lift something off of someone's person. Why would I lift something off someone's person? Why would you not? I mean, like, I just want to, like, explore ruins and stuff. Oh, an explorer. I had no idea you had such a high aspirations, as it were. Well, if that is the case, if you are looking to grave rob, as it were, let's see here, what kind of test could I perform for you that would lend itself to this? I don't know, oh. but I prefer the term archaeology, not grave robbing. Archaeology is grave robbing plus time. You talk funny. All right, well, that just tells me that you could not come up with a convincing counterpoint. I, I will chalk that up to a victory under my belt. <laughs> <laughs> he cracks his knuckles. Very well, then. Uh, we will come up with a couple of hypotheticals, then, since I do not have any traps for you to disengage. Or do I? I don't. Anyway, <laughs> you come across a, um, we're kind of going to do a, a role play, as it were. Yes? Does this sound good to you? You, you want to move forward? Sure. All right. You kind of, you come across a locked door. For all intents and purposes, this locked door seems rather mundane. However, you one thing that you do notice is that uh, the environment you find it in is incredibly unkempt, and the door is in a state of perfection. It is clean. It is looking nice. How do you go about inspecting it for traps and or curses and charms? Uh. I start by poking it with a stick. That is number one best thing to do always. Yes, you have 
your trusty 10 foot or for you perhaps it is a six foot hole on hand that you carefully apply pressure to the door to see if there are any motion or uh pressure activated traps very good very good on this also particular door there are mimic. none oh yes that's a classic Woo, the number of adventurers who have lost their hands or lives to a mimic door mm. I know exactly one. <laughs> Ten base. Well, there have been several. <laughs> there have been several more. All right. You have determined that there is no physical uh, limitation to this door, nor is it a mimic. Um, I try to pick block. Hmm? <laughs> He kind of thinks for a second. Mm. And how will you be doing this? With your thieves tools, yes? Yeah, that's what you pick locks with. Ah, but you forgot to do one key careful component first. Don't you think, Raison? No, I don't have a key. No, 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 you forgot a key component. That means an important step in the process of unlocking a door. Why did you just say that then? I did. <laughs> That was exactly what I said. I just said it slightly differently. It made more you sense. You forgot to, to check it for other traps. In this specific instance, I had a plan in mind that there was a trigger within the lock itself that would stab you in the eye when you attempted to lock pick it. But because you did not check, boom, you are down an eye. You know, you don't have to put your face in front of the lock, right? No, but you get that pretty close. No, you can just do it by feel. He <laughs> tosses a lock at you. All right, unlock it without looking at it. I rolled a 19 and slide a hand. <laughs> you unlock it without looking at it. All right, this one time. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it. All right, all right, all right. You have proven yourself worthy in this respect. But still, be more careful when opening doors. They are the number three greatest fatality to all adventuring individuals who are engaging in archaeology or grave robbing. What's the number two? The number two is undead. Ooh. Yeah, I don't yes, like it that. Is a, it is a classic. You're like, oh, I will engage in this catechism, you know? Like, oh, what could be the problem? Not forgetting, of course, we live in an area of rich in magic and necromancy. And then it's, oh no, we forgot to bring a light cleric or a cleric of the, uh, of the light domains. And then, oh, oh spaghetti, oh, nom, nom, nom. Oh, let me make a note of that. Always bring cleric. <laughs> I will never he forget this. Cleric. <laughs> it goes very good. Note taking is an important step. Oh, I will have you associated with the guild. I feel that even though you are somewhat lacking, that you have promise, and of course your association with your father, him being your father, uh, makes you a shoe-in. He kind of pushes the documents over. I'm assuming you, at the ripe old age of 10, have learned how to write? Yeah, but I'm not old enough to sign legally binding documents. No, these are not legal documents. These are more of a uh, contract amongst fellows. Isn't that what a legally binding document is? 
No, because you see, we do not go through the law. So it'd be something like... Well, it's a uh, one of those things that you go through. It's like a brotherhood. So although you would not uh, necessarily sue you for violating the terms of the contract, maybe someone comes by and chops off one of your fingers. Not a very good contract. Well, it's not a contract, exactly. But you just said it was. Well, it's kind of a contract. I was exactly this annoying as a child. Too. <laughs> it's kind of a contract in that it is a binding document amongst fellows, but it is not a contract in the legal sense because it is uh, engaging in things that are not necessarily legal. You see, whenever you are talking about thieving and taking things from places and uh, the protection our community provides, uh, these things are not enforceable in court. I mean, it could be. No. Whenever you are talking about crimes, you cannot uh, force someone into a legally binding document saying they will commit the crimes. I mean, you don't have to commit crimes. There's plenty you of rules out there. It. You can violate it at any time, and the only uh, violation penalty will come from your brothers in arms. Until you cut the arms off. Exactly. He, like, pushes mm. the documents closer to you again. <laughs> You're not a very good salesperson. How so? I mean, you give me no real desire to sign any documents. No, I thought you said you wanted to follow in your father's footsteps. Yeah, but, like, why would my dad have to sign something like this? He doesn't do crimes. He, he raises an eyebrow and he doesn't do crimes. <laughs> I beg to differ. I, a lot of things your father does are considered criminal in uh, many an aspect. Look, my dad explores ruins and takes treasure from that. Everybody's mm -hmm. been dead for like forever. Minutes, so sometimes. It's okay. Sometimes minutes the people have been dead, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm starting to think there's a reason my dad never mentioned you. Well, I take great offense to that. I'm a close personal friend of your father's. Perhaps he did not want to intermix business with family. I do not know why your father did not mention me, but I am deeply hurt by your insinuation. <laughs> this is the reason why he betrayed your father. <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk about me, you son of a bitch. <laughs> hmm. I would like to look over all the documents. Oh, yeah, by all means. For it the next is... hour and a half. <laughs> For the next two hours. He's just like hitting his head on the desk. Subsection like, I need to B, go. Article there are 14, other paragraph 6, it says. Uh, yeah, it's, it's basically a document of thieves, for thieves, by thieves, of like, um, you know, don't be a rat. Like, like it, it's not. It's not even like legally binding. There's not like an elevated language to it. It's like, uh, you know, when somebody asks you if, if a cop comes by and asks you something, you say you didn't see nothing, regardless of who it's about. Like, don't be a rat. Don't be a snitch. Like, um, how how loot is split amongst equals and how it should be split amongst a leader of a group versus his subordinates or their subordinate. There's not a lot of gendered language. They're very, um, 
They're very forward thinking, considering they're skilled. <laughs> well, I mean, it all looks on the up and up. I might have to have my lawyer look over and. Hey, who do you think drafted these documents? You know, we got the lawyers on our side too. They're basically criminals themselves. Yeah, but that's not my lawyer. Who's your lawyer? You have a lawyer on retainer. You are ten. All right. Uh, I at this point, I put on a fake mustache. Eh. Mm. <laughs> oh yes, I am a lawyer person. Think if you were a lawyer person, you would not refer yourself as a lawyer person. I believe I am being a hoodwinked. Also, I can tell that's you in a mustache. <laughs> all right. So. After looking over all the stuff, I will sign. You sign up all the documents, and he goes, Oh, excellent, excellent. Why do these all say Thieves Guild? <laughs> He's like, Oh, that's just one of the tickets we are. <laughs> I'm sure that doesn't say Thieves Guild. It probably just calls like, called it like the Brotherhood or something. Skull and crossbones um, on it. Yeah, a bunch of talking about thieves and not snitching to the cops. Um, he's like, you know what, you're an enterprising young fellow, and in spite of your uh, numerous quips and uh, funny haha moments, I think it would be best if I gave something to you. One moment, please. And he like, reaches over his back once again to this huge uh, haversack full of extraneous items and he pulls out a sheet of paper um with like a cipher on it and a whole bunch of like really really specific types of code and he's like i uh, came into this uh pleasure map i suppose we should call it a few weeks ago and i lacked the mental fortitude to solve all the puzzles within um but if you are looking to be like your father um Perhaps you will find this a bit more uh, mentally stimulating. Yeah, I'm listening. I, I, he like pushes it over you. I'm I'm giving this to you as a as a welcome to the team. Uh, I was expecting more useful information. I'm not very good with uh, numbers, so I had trouble with it. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't see why you had to say it like that. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, enjoy your uh, treasure hunting and archaeology. He puts those in, like, finger quotes. <laughs> I will finger quote back. Okay. And tell your father that Lupin came to visit. Uh, sure, I guess. Excellent. And have him tell you about me. <laughs> Daddy like turns around and walks away. <laughs> well, I I'll put a bag like of potato chips. <laughs> put a bag of potato chips and start working on this cipher. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I feel like that's a, a good place to kind of end it right there. Uh, <laughs> I was old definitely that big a dick as a kid. <laughs> Just like, mm, I'm a child. Time to be an asshole. <laughs> well, it wasn't that I was a child. I mean, that was why. But it was like, I felt like I was one smug son of a bitch. 
Thanks for listening. Please leave us a review and give us five stars on iTunes. Also support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. Tiers start as low as a dollar, and even that much really helps us out. Supporters get benefits such as behind-the-scenes content, early access to episodes, access to the Patreon Discord, where you'll be able to chat with the cast, find us on social media on Twitter, at Riftwake Podcast, on Facebook as Riftwake, and now send us an email, riftwakepodcast at gmail.com.